This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Morning Majulus podcast. Before our departure, maybe have your attention. Jet, set, go. Jet, set, go. Mapping destinations. Yeah, mapping destinations uh, today here on the program. Now, we're asking all of you on the text lines 4215, what makes a great airport experience for you? Uh, Louis pointed out at food. I said it's all about uh, the accessibility of relaxing areas and and a great experience. And Rania said should be a great shopping experience. Now, why are we talking about this? Well, it's because in, in Terminal 5 in, in Riyadh Airport, the King Khaled International, National Airport. Sleep pods have been uh, announced. The capsules will come equipped with air conditioning, interactive screens, charging ports, storage space for luggage, and the beds will be 2 meters long by 1.5 meters wide. The pods are designed for passengers who have short layovers and need to rest between flights and can be used for work or leisure, and they can cater for up to 300 passengers per day. That's basically a thought stolen from my mind basically i think this is really important i think uh, you know every single time you go through an airport and you want to go through a lounge and the worst thing is your credit card is not acceptable because you, you you're not posh enough you're not bougie enough to to qualify for that mm. experience of the premium service that that particular terminal has to offer so now Riyadh airport they're doing this for free, free of cost free of cost if wow. you I remember sh- I flew over uh, to Saudi Arabia mm. through Jeddah airport mm-hmm. the King Abdul Aziz International Airport and I had to go through a lounge to do to get to, to sleep basically because mm. they didn't have uh, beds in that lounge and I had to pay money for that obviously yeah. but now that's it Riyadh they've got you set exactly. that's amazing it, it, it's so important because I don't know about you guys but airport seats like they're not comfortable at all so if you're there for six hours on a layover then yeah. it, it's incredibly un- uncomfortable and, and it's important if you need to catch up on sleep if you're not good on sleeping on planes then you can sleep on your layover here in uh, Saudi Arabia. Exactly. And I think the other thing, as you pointed out, food. Food's very important. Yeah. I know uh, here, in, when you fly through Dubai International or even Sharjah International Airport, you've got some great options. Uh, but a lot of airports around the world focus a lot on fast food. Yes, I know you need a quick food, grab a bite, catch the flight, and or even you can resort to meal deals in a particular supermarket or a library that is an offer at the airport. But I think a ver- good variety of healthy mm. food options and a light bite or some kind of a let's say finger food kind of service mm-hmm. as well I think it's very important I, and I pointed out afternoon tea is one of the options but I think yeah I think if, you, if you've got a, an interesting food option provided to the travellers I think it adds value to the airport and you think you know what I love flying that airline or I love flying that or taking that particular connection yeah because I think when you travel a lot of the times you're forced to have that fast food option because it's all there is you know what about maybe having a proper sit down meal that could be fun treating it like an actual restaurant Um, because I think being forced into eating a burger here and there not not everyone wants to do that and we know that airport taxes Mm -hmm. they're not cheap prices no what's your favorite airport guys Ooh. Do you ever have a favorite? Um, I, I, uh, for me, I like an airport where I can get in and get out quickly. Quickly. I don't like. A so that should be Sharjah Airport. Yeah, exactly. Literally. I, I, I find that the ones that are too big and mm. you're doing a marathon before you can True. get out, 
it, it uh, doesn't really need to be that large. So mm. The ones that are very quick, very accessible and modern, which I love True. about the Sharjah Airport with Absolutely. the e-gates and everything. It makes it that little bit snappier, that little bit more comfortable um, in terms of the immigration. I Yeah, I'm a big, big fan. What so. about you? It has to be... Um, I liked the airport in Cyprus. Oh, yeah. I, it was so quick. Literally landed and you're out the door and you're out. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. We're both looking for for quick... Quick getaways, <laughs> yeah. I think for arrival's point of view. And from departure's point of view, yeah, Sharjah International Airport has something great. I, I like... I don't like queues. I don't like long, long queues. And Sharjah International Airport has done it really well that all the queues are usually at uh, the boarding gates and each boarding gate is separate for each Mm -hmm. airline, of Mm -hmm. course. So your security checks happen after you've crossed immigration and when you're going for a specific flight. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of airports in Europe, especially when it comes to Western Europe, when they make you queue for hours at the immigration lines. Yeah. I think that is ridiculous. Um, I think that needs to be fixed. Mm-hmm. That needs to be addressed. A lot of countries want a quick service. And overall, I was I was actually a good fan of Pearson Airport as well in, 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 in Canada. I think that okay. they were quite quite a good experience mm. even though they found a snake in one of the uh, Canadian airports uh, on, on news according to news portals um, but yeah I think it was a great um, I think it was a great airport other than the reptile it was yeah. a great experience I think like what you're saying is completely right when you land in a country all you want to do is start your holiday you know yeah. the, when the immigration is nice and quick and snappy and convenient you arrive with a smile on your face. But if the you, first thing you see in that country happens to be the airport and the officials yeah. and the people that so are that working there. So it's that lasting message, yeah. So that is the first impression of that country, and that's basically what really determines the rest of your trip, I feel, mm-hmm. at least. Um, so for me, I would choose definitely Singapore Changi Airport. That Ooh, is oh, wow. the nicest airport that's I've beautiful. ever seen in my entire life, and I think I will never see anything as magnificent mm-hmm. um, it's like it's a, a shopping mall it's, yeah, a, it's, it's, like a mall. it's not it's so unique it's yeah. just yeah. so unique uh, it, they have a rooftop pool as yeah. well they have the tallest fountain <laughs> um, indoor f- a waterfall yeah. and and they've most recently they've added also a, a rock climbing wall in terminal yeah. 3 apparently they have a butterfly garden they have limitless um, uh, retail shops obviously and and brands and it's just something out of this world. Mm. Um, as much as I want to describe it, of course, a lot of people did travel through that airport and they understand what I'm saying. It is the nicest airport, obviously. It is big, but it's very convenient yeah, at got, the same time. I've got another one. Newcastle. Brilliant airport. Newcastle you, is a great airport. Have you flown in through Newcastle? Many that's, times. That's the best Many airport. times. And it's so quick. Very, very quick. And one quick. thing it's I love about it is it's connected to their metro line. Yeah. So um, as soon as you grab your bag, you're on the metro into the city centre within yeah. 10 minutes. I think that's also a very important point uh, to, to the connectivity to the city centre is important. Like Sharjah, you hop on a taxi, 10 minutes, you're in the city centre of Sharjah. Yeah. It's same in similar case in Dubai with the connect- connectivity to on the metro, literally two stops. You're mm-hmm. in the city centre mall, for example. Yeah. I think that's great. I think overall, having that service is very important. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. All right, so to wrap up this conversation, because we did 
promised that we're going to be doing um, a big roundup of travel oh, yeah. um, oh, yes. <laughs> updates. <laughs> so we're going to go over as well uh, quickly to Bali as well. The Indonesian island has been dealing with a lot of unruly tourists this year as millions there flocking to its shores. So this has included intru- include int- introducing stricter policies such as mandatory licenses for scooters, a ban on mountain hiking and an entry fee of about $10 per person. So the fee was actually announced earlier this year. It must be paid before or on arrival. Um, Also, uh, let's talk about um, going from London to Cairo for uh, through EasyJet. So the British low-cost airline has announced a new route to Cairo departing from London, Luton for the first time on the 31st of October. That will be the first flight. And it will take off three times every single week and it will operate year round. So this will be actually the first time EasyJet flies to Cairo. So it will join Sharm el-Sheikh and uh, Hurghada on the airline's Egyptian network. Also, uh, lastly, first European carrier to launch child-free mm-hmm. uh, zones. Come November, if you're a passenger with children in tow on Turkish-owned uh, Corindon Airlines, Make sure you don't end up in the only adult zone as it becomes the first European carrier to offer child-free seating as well. And uh, it will first be introduced on flights between Amsterdam and uh, Curacao. Yeah, big news there, especially if you like your peace and quiet when you board a plane. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 7 a.m.